Are you ready to meet the moment? Ozzy and our friends at Chevrolet are proud to present Real Talk, Real Change to help foster racial equality in America. And we're inviting you to help. Join me, Carlos Watson, as I talk with key leaders from across the country about racial disparities in America's healthcare system. Look for The Carlos Watson Show and Real Talk, Real Change on YouTube and subscribe. Or download The Carlos Watson Show wherever you get your podcasts. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Hey, beautiful people. If you love what you're hearing or if you have any questions, follow me on Instagram at Blue Hazel, B-L-U-H-A-Z-L. Let me know what's up. I cannot wait to hear from you. Welcome to Girl, We Got This with Blue Hazel co-founder Letitia Lee. Join Letitia as she interviews real people, shares personal stories, and talks raw, honest advice about all things sisterhood. Because after all, life is easier with a sister. Here's your host, my sister, Letitia Lee. Hey, sis. Focus on your purpose and focus on your passion. Don't let anything or anyone steer you out that direction. Even if people aren't with it right now, trust me, you will bring it to the light. That's how you're going to become the most productive. Believe in you always. I cannot wait to introduce you to Tiffany Soria. She's the founder and CEO of the Novel Education Group, and she's totally making smart cool again. Let's talk about her sisterhood, though. It's so powerful. I can't wait till you meet her. But before I introduce you to Tiffany Soria and hear her story, I got to tell you guys about my obsession with Gold Peak Robrew Tea. It's so real. The 4th of July, that's all I was doing was drinking Gold Peak Tea. There's nothing like enjoying it, honestly. It's delicious. It's home brewed. And it's just literally brings me back to being home. The 4th of July is my favorite time to celebrate. Fireworks, Gold Peak Tea, Raspberry, might I add. It's my favorite. My grandmother was there. My mom was there. It just brings me back to being home and add fireworks, Gold Peak Tea, best 4th of July ever. Gold Peak Grill Boot Tea is available in a variety of sizes in 14 different flavors. Honestly, whether it's time for lunch, dinner, or just a quick snack, homebrewed taste of Gold Peak Iced Tea makes every meal more refreshing and so delicious. Literally, did you guys have this at the 4th of July? Like, if you didn't, you missed out because it was the best. Maybe for the next holiday, Gold Peak Tea needs to be on your list. It's perfectly crafted with ingredients like pure filtered water, mountain-grown tea, and just the right balance of sweetness. It's the real brewed taste that always makes you feel right at home. It always brings me back. It's like Gold Peak Tea nanny gold peak tea nanny it's just it does that for me every time i drink it with ice cold gold peak grill brew tea the comforts of home are never ever far away you can find your favorite gold peak flavor at a retailer near you gold peak grill brew tea the taste that always brings you home hey i'm heather morris and i'm ava bernstein mitchell aka ava flave and we're the hosts of the new show the dance room on podcast one we're veteran dancers and choreographers that have worked with the likes of beyonce justin timberlake britney spears and many more oh and you know i used to be on this little show called glee i don't know if you watched it well each week we're gonna go full out on our favorite tv dance shows like so you think you can dance dancing with the stars and world of dance so don't miss it get new episodes of the dance room every thursday on apple podcast and Podcast podcast one Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. Now back to Girl, We Got This with Letitia Lee. Sis, I have an incredible, beautiful, educated woman sitting in front of me right now, and I'm so stoked for you guys to hear her story. Her name is Tiffany Soria, and whoa, she is a CEO and founder of the Novel Education Group. Dude, she's making... 
being smart cool <laughs> why the hell is smart not being cool? like tip i don't know up? i don't know why why did um, like why is what is the issue here i don't know when did this go out of fashion can this be in fashion again like can, can being smart be in fashion yo you're bringing be... it back though right so i just want to introduce everybody to you because we don't talk about education enough nowadays mm-hmm. we really don't and you are really influencing your influencing a whole mass of people about education and it's so necessary with your influencing panel that you have can we talk about your 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 company first novel education group sure yeah of course of course so um you know we are a homeschooling and tutoring agency uh what sets 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 us apart though from other agencies is that we cater to people who live unconventional lifestyles Mm -hmm. and with that also who are living sort of innovative lifestyles you know i think more now nowadays with technology going the way that it is the world and i mean this in a good way has become a lot smaller um people are traveling a lot more we're seeing a younger and younger crowd that that are finding careers and and following their passions and there has been a wedge between those people and education because education has sort of lagged behind. It's a very old thing, education. So we are on a mission to have a new wave of education and a whole innovative way of doing school where those things don't have to be mutually exclusive. Which is incredible. You know, so we do. So we, we specialize in tailoring curriculums for people's lives. Um, you know, we still have to meet standards of course you know we can't just make up everything for everyone totally but we're able to teach people life skills and also just the fundamental idea of learning how to learn i think when you go to school people forget that that's essentially what you're going to school for you know i mean i'm a teacher i don't remember what i learned in eighth <laughs> right i don't either i don't remember what i learned in ninth <laughs> yeah. grade you know but i do i did remember how to read yeah and i did remember <laughs> how to take notes the essentials you know and yes. i and and i would like to think that i communicate effectively and and can speak eloquently and so those are the things that we should be you know training our younger generation to do and you're doing it so i want to say thank you first oh that's very you know sweet. what when you were explaining this whole situation i was just thinking about sierra so i don't know if you guys have read up with the pop culture stuff but she was pretty much just accepted into harvard and she pretty Amazing. much said she just said you know as a young person i wanted to follow my journey i wanted to sing so i never got to go to school mm-hmm. and i literally thought of that so you are that person that's going to come in and educate these people that don't have that conventional lifestyle. Exactly. You know, for the ones that say like, oh, I can't, well, I can't go to school because of this. It's like, we don't want that to have to be said again. That's so sad, man. I I couldn't even like think of not going to school. I know. You know, and not even like educational purposes, but like life experience, sisterhoods, friendships, like being told no, like, you know, learning the essence of like growing up yes and just the common knowledge that you get from going to school i feel like with more and more people you know shying away from traditional education it's also we're like losing touch with each other and like what we all had together is youth it's so crazy you know so i feel like if we can all if we can bring it back and make education just a part of of an influencer's or anyone's lifestyle then suddenly that that commonality is back between all of us and and we can all talk about 
smart shit. Yes. <laughs> We're making smart cool again. Because yes. why did it go away in the first place? It's so wild to me that like this is it's real. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm thinking about a situation right now. My brother, for instance, mm-hmm. he um, he's like, I don't need to go to college. And I said, OK, why? I can learn everything on the Internet. Like I read. I can do this and I can do that. But I go, you're right. However, it's also an experience. Absolutely. There's also these professors and these teachers that can teach you things that these books and Google can't teach you. Mm-hmm. What do you feel about that? These these kids that are saying, I don't need to do this because I have all of these, you know, tools that I can use that are here right now. Yeah. Um, well, I can. First of all, they're right. There are so many tools right. that are there for you to learn really whatever you would like to learn. Um, however, an uneducated child or young adult that was uneducated as a child will not feel as prepared to use those tools Mm -hmm. and i i mean i can really say it from experience right it's like the difference between an uneducated and an educated teenager for example you know to be able to have the confidence to say i want to learn this and these are like problem solving skills that you learn i mean these are the things that you learn in like a math class or a science class of just seeing a problem understanding that there's a way to solve it or fix it and then finding the way to do that and the answers are there for us but it's the motivation and it's like the intrinsic feeling of being able to know that you are capable of doing that and and then following through with it yeah like going through the process yes you know what i mean it's a process and like people just think it's like a you click on something and the answer is here no no <laughs> no, you still gotta like read about yeah. it, like, try it, probably. Research. Yeah, probably get it wrong a couple times, and <laughs> yeah. then and then keep going yeah. with it. And if we're teaching our kids that, you know, you get it wrong and then you quit, or it doesn't fit, so I'm just not gonna try. That's where we've literally stopped people from learning more things. It's so interesting. It is. This it whole is. world is so interesting how it's transforming. So, Tiffany, I want to know your story. How did you become a professor? I have one good friend. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a professor. He's a teacher. And I always like, how did you get so obsessed with school? Like, I love school. But I wasn't obsessed with it enough to teach and to like to further. And he just loved it. He loved educating himself. He loved educating others. It was like it just fed him. So meeting someone like you, it's always intrigues me. Like, what's your story? Like, how did you say, I want to be a teacher? I want to start this incredible novel education group and tutor these unconventional humans. So it's interesting because I never saw myself as a teacher growing up. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because I've always been a little bit rough around the edges in terms of my personality. Mm -hmm. Um, But I never just thought, and and, I mean, really this goes to the point also, I I always thought teachers had to be a certain type of person. And I'm like, well, I'm not that person. Yeah. I'm like way cooler. Than yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I can't be a teacher. Yeah. But then, you know, so I, when I, it really all started in college. Um, I started doing really well in my classes and not necessarily because honestly, I saw any like type of end goal. It was just because I really enjoyed learning and I just really enjoyed, I was a science major. So I was just a bit of a nerd and I really enjoyed all the things yeah. I was doing. And I would see my peers struggle. And for me, being able to achieve in school was so not about just a talent and more so about a set of skills that you had to learn. And so I was like, well, let me show you how to do this. Like, you can get this. You know, the one that was just the student or the friend that was like, 
I, I just can't do this. I right. can't do this class. I'm like, you can do this class. Like, trust. Just I like come and sit with me, and you can do this class. I'll teach you yeah. how to do this class. And then seeing them get it, and then perform well on their own. That I thought was really cool, yeah. and it like fulfilled me. In that's this, powerful. Yeah, it is really powerful, and it like fulfilled me in this yeah. way. I was like, wait, I could act like you can help people, and they take your advice, and then they use it in their own lives, and they use it when you're not around. I mean, that's like the ultimate thing, right? That's- when I see students that like say little tidbits that I've said to them, or like use little shortcuts that I've taught them when I'm not around, yeah. win-win. I'm like, <laughs> and so, I'm like, I told you that you wanted to listen to me. Um, <laughs> So, so it was really that, and then, um, and then moving to Los Angeles, I just, I just started tutoring as a side job. I was fresh out of school mm-hmm. and pretty sharp, you know, because I had just finished school. And how and, long ago did you move to LA? Um, it's been almost ten years. Wow, I know that's awesome, it's man. Crazy. Congrats I on can't ten. Even, like, think about that. That's so wild to me. Um, and. And I just started tutoring on the side. I mean, I was like, I, I've always enjoyed it, yeah. and um, and so when I started doing that, and and when I, that's when I noticed a void because mm. I started working with high profile clients. Yes, and I saw the void between education, being a teacher, wanting to educate someone, and then also being an influencer, being an entrepreneur, um, having innovative ideas. I saw a large gap between those two things mm-hmm. and I felt like I was this person and I clicked so well with a lot of these young people I mean you know also I wasn't a lot older than them when I started right. working in the field I was like 23 24 I was only in high school five years before yeah. that so I think when they saw someone who was educated but also relatable and cool and like cool and yes. I could also talk to them about like ooh, did you watch the Met last yes. night I'm like let's go like what were your favorite outfits and for them they were like we can talk about this oh, and thank like, you I'm like yes of course we can talk about this and so we do that. that and then jump into something else suddenly they could feel more comfortable hundred mm-hmm. percent and so um yeah seeing that void and wanting to fill it is when is when I started novel that is so amazing so how long has novel been around five years wow that is cool yeah right it's cool so I want to go up to that five-year mark where you were like I'm starting this how did Tiffany start this company as an entrepreneur were you scared were you nervous were you like I was so Whoa. scared were you like how the hell am I going to do this? Yes, all of the above. Um, I, I was frightened, <laughs> just terrified. Um, but what I did was I kind of got all my ducks in a row mm-hmm. before I quit my job. Um, I thought about the structure of things, you know. But trust me, I didn't have everything figured out totally. when I started. No entrepreneur it. does exactly, and 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 of course, just like every entrepreneur will tell you, it ends up being a lot more work than you anticipate it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But it but it comes and it goes, you know. It's like sometimes you're overwhelmed, sometimes you're not overwhelmed, totally. and so it's just kind of it's not just like suddenly you're running through the dark and then you hit a brick wall or anything <laughs> like that. But you know, it's like a dimly lit room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like keep going. Yeah, just walk keep going and then go like this you'll figure it out yeah and so um so then i i kind of got all my ducks in a row with how i wanted to do the school with what type of products i wanted to offer and then um 
and then that's when I started it. You know, click the click the little button. Yeah. To it was go to, time. Yeah, to like, and as soon as you like purchase your domain and like get all of that, you're like, okay, well now I. Now I own a company, yeah. so I guess I'll I'll do something with it, <laughs> yeah. and um and then and then that's when I started. But when you have that, it's empowering because you suddenly have all of the control. Yes, and in every way, I have control over how I want to do school. I have control over how I want to execute these lessons, but also all the responsibility lays on you 100%. at that point. So that's really the fire that gets lit under your ass, right? Is like the okay. So if I don't do anything, then literally nothing gets done. You got to boss up. You have to boss up, and you 100%. have to, and you have to like. Do it because yeah. if you don't, then literally, then you're, then it's just nothing. It's you. So, um, so yeah. So then I started it, and then my first client after the company was after right when I started, my first homeschooling client was Kylie Jenner. That's awesome. How was that experience? Amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I mean, I had Kendall and Kylie together. Mm-hmm when I was working for the company prior. Yes. But then when I went on my own, um, I I just didn't like the way that they were doing things yeah. also, you know, and I was, and that's an, another reason why I started it was just I was working for this agency and that agency and this company. I was like, I could do this better than I feel like all the uh, all these other- Which is brave as hell as you, you just- know, People can do, are doing yeah, this. 100%. And so I was like, I'm just going to try. I'm just going to try. I'll see what happens. Yeah. And so I started the business and then I went to, I went to Chris, you know, and uh, Jenner. Yeah. And then I went to- um, you know, the other people sort that, you know, Kylie's other managers right. and things like that and just sort of told them what my ideas were. And they've always been extremely supportive of women entrepreneurship. Which I love. Which is amazing. It's so comforting being around women that support women. Yes. There's honestly no other feeling. Yes, like it. it's great. And they trusted me, mm. you know, and, and I had been working with them sort of every day, day yeah. in and day out already. And so they trusted me and they were like, Well, we're gonna we're gonna go with you. Yeah. And so the fact that they trusted me with that for her was a really really big deal and so I took that seriously yeah and um and then from that you know things things grew wow that's so incredible so you kind of laid a foundation down and then you went to pitch yourself and saying hey now I'm on my own Yes. Were you nervous to pitch yourself? Were yes. you were you like what were you thinking? Were I actually you like, remember oh. being but you know even as I was sort of getting things together mm-hmm. I was very vocal about what I wanted to do yeah. to some of Kylie's team as well and I even remember like walking around the office and just being like what would be a good name <laughs> yeah. you know for this and I was like something that means new I'm like novel's a good word mm-hmm. and so and I remember and everyone was like that's a great word you know and I and I remember doing that and I was and so when I finally was ready to pitch it um I was scared but at the same time I was already committed, so I knew that even if they said no, I was going to do it anyways. No matter what. Yeah. I mean, it would have been a little more difficult if they said no, but I kind of had to tell myself that if they say no, I can't drop this whole idea because then really my whole, then my purpose isn't clear, is it? Totally. You know, so, and and your purpose in starting a business or any type of new adventure in mm-hmm. your life um, has to be clear to you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not going to be clear to anybody else. Yeah, everyone's going to be like, what are you doing? you are like, I don't know. (laughs) But this is my idea. This is the name. This is the domain. It's cute, right? You like the name? (laughs) But it's so cool, I think, how you were able to build 
not only trust, but a sisterhood, you know? And I think as a woman entrepreneur, I think that's so key in our, in our world that we live in, you know, being an entrepreneur, being a woman in business, building this type of sisterhood, you know? So Mm -hmm. you're in, in my eyes, the Kardashians, I, one thing I admire from their family is how strong they ride for each other and their sisterhood is unparalleled. Yep. You know, I have a big family of five and like, we're like this, we're super tight. And I always honor you know, that sisterhood that they have, you know, you can, nobody can ever take that away from them. And it's no, so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And for you to be a part of the sisterhood, it's so cool. What does sisterhood mean to you in business and in, and in life? Because I think it's so, it, it's so telling of who you are as a woman and who you become and what's around you. Yeah. You know, how your business is going to grow really. You know, I, I didn't grow up with a sister. I grew up with an older brother mm-hmm. and I grew up with mostly male friends. Oh, wow. So I actually didn't, really feel this essence of like sisterhood and girls supporting girls until a little bit later in my life and now that I feel it it's something I've never experienced and I love it so much I just remember being younger and being like no I don't want to hang out with the girls I want to hang out with the guys and now I'm like no boys allowed like my boyfriend's like can I come I'm like no yeah (laughs) I'm like you're not allowed girls only no one else is bringing their boyfriend you can't come I'm sorry and isn't that so strange yeah growing up we were like that yeah we were like I only hang out with the guys yes I was like that too yeah I was like a tomboy chick and I was like and it was always beef like there was low-key yes. beef with the girls but why i like it's it boggles my mind it's interesting how because i feel like a lot of women go through the same journey yeah. of just like being younger and being like i don't want to be friends. i don't have a lot of girlfriends yeah. i don't have any girls hang out with the boys and then you get older and you're like i don't want to hang out with boys or like <laughs> <laughs> ever can i have more girlfriends I need more. looking for a new, new yes now. so always i'm like can yeah. we do a girl's yes. a girl's dinner a girl's trip a girl's weekend a girl's like it's all everything. like a girl's everything and um but the but the sisterhood is i think it's like a balance of support and being real a hundred percent because as much as you always want to support women you want to support women that you genuinely believe in as well. Mm-hmm. So I think being honest with yourself about what you believe in and then also being honest with the women around you yes. about what they're doing and only giving constructive you know, constructive advice yeah. and constructive ideas and then support when they feel like they've really accomplished something. I think it's just like that's where, you know, you have to give other women the confidence that they can achieve the things that they want to achieve. That's so key. Yeah. And having it be told by another woman that you can do this, there's something different yes. about it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. There's something different being around all these women that are like low-key boss women that are like really genuinely like just encapsulated in you and what you're doing and want to see you in. Mm-hmm. There's no other feeling. And when I meet girls, even now to this day that don't have girlfriends, and I'm like, how? Yeah, and I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry that you've been around women in your life that have turned you off. Yeah, it's sad. Yes, and actually I remember saying this to Kylie a couple years because her and I are still really, really close. That's awesome. And she said, to, and I said to her, I was like, you know, I never really had a lot of girlfriends until just like recent in my life, until Mm -hmm. a little bit later on in my life, because I just always felt 
not so good around girls. And she was like, well, that's because you just had bad girlfriends. Yeah. She was like, you got to find girls around you that make you feel good. Totally. She's like, when they make you feel good, then you want to be around them all the time, which is so true. And now my girlfriends make me feel so good. And they're always honest with me. You know, they're not just like blowing smoke up my Mm -hmm. ass all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, we're real with each other. We're supportive of each other. And... Because of that, I feel like I can always count on them right. for everything. It's I mean, great. I low-key got to see your life on Instagram, right? Because you are this dope-ass influencer, hanging, like, doing all these things. But you're this also incredibly smart woman that, you know, is educating all these incredible people. How is it to be an influencer in this world yeah. that we call, and I'm putting quotes, guys, up? Because this influencer term is sometimes a joke to me. Um, But then there's these influencers terms that I'm like, wow, you're really influencing the masses. Thank you for doing that. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at you like, thank you for making smart cool again. And, you know, bringing education to a forefront to where, you know, our younger generation, their education is an iPad or Instagram. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, how do we make being smart cool again? Yeah. How do you feel about the influencer world right now? You know, I think that the it's it's like I'm in two ways about it. In, in some ways, I think the fact that everyone has so much access to be able to be an influencer is amazing. Yes. When I was growing up, when we, when we were growing up, totally. this didn't exist. exist. No. And there was a very small handful of people that you had to listen to and you had to look at and watch and it was very it was very limited as to what you were you know and also what you could share to other people totally but with youtube and instagram and facebook and all of these things now we have so much more control over what we what we can put out in the world and i think that's really amazing on the other hand i do think that the word influencer in itself has lost a little bit of meaning mm-hmm. i think that some people take advantage of it i think that suddenly the word influencer doesn't actually like where do, what does influencer even come from it comes from the verb to influence yes. right but suddenly the word influence now is just someone who posts who gets paid to post yes and it's like that's a little bit sad because what are you actually trying to influence? Yeah, because monetize doesn't mean influence. N- exactly. You're so right. That's completely true. You know what I mean? And tr- and I'm not trying to like dog no. anyone who Never. gets, you know, that's that's what their career is. However, I think we do need to realize how much power we have in these posts that we're doing. And then on the other side of that camera and on the other side of that, you know, on the other side of this podcast. Yes. There are thousands of people listening to the words that you say. They're reading what you type and they're watching what you do. And that's that's being an influencer. That's actually influencing. That's influencing someone. So there's a responsibility that yes. comes with it. Keyword, I think, is responsibility. You know, and I'm not saying that we all need to be out here like being Michelle Obama or anything <laughs> like that. You know, it's like. I wouldn't mind being Michelle Obama. I wouldn't Obama. mind being Michelle Obama. Exactly. <laughs> I would take all of her responsibilities. Yeah, 100%. Um, <laughs> But we don't need to be, yeah. no one needs to be perfect. No. And we don't need to be politicians or anything like that. But I think that we need to be a little more aware of what we're doing. And I think we need to accept the responsibility that has been given to us when we decide to put ourselves out there like that. People are always watching. Yeah. You know, and I think people need to start watching 
more people like Tiffany because these are the type of people that actually have something to say, that actually is going to influence, that actually wants you to be better, that actually wants you to really just tune into becoming your best self. And I think sometimes we lose that um, in our social media world. I love social media. It's it's a great tool. Yeah. It's so saturated now, right? As you just said. Mm -hmm. But if we have more influencers like you that are actually influencing, could you imagine how different social Instagram would be it would be period. so I think we're gonna head in that direction though I do I, I agree with you I think at some point we you know it's like the the influencer balloon will pop at yeah. some point <laughs> and um and and suddenly the ones with purpose and vision and real messages mm-hmm. will be the ones you know that shine a hundred percent so it's, I, I encourage my students, I encourage my followers, I encourage anyone listening to stand to to, to choose a message and then sh- and share that message along with all the other things that you choose to share and own it mm-hmm. and being authentic. You know what I mean, and not being like afraid. Mm-hmm. And I also think in influencing is finding your identity. Yes, right. Yeah, and owning that we women and men. I feel like we are we're losing our identity. You know. You are staying true to who you are. You're in this world where, you know, you're with these celebrities, but you're still Tiffany. And I still want smart to be cool. And I'm still going to preach how I feel. And I want you guys to know this because you know it's going to bleed into them. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, how how do you tell somebody, hey, can you start being a little bit more authentic? Like, how can I help you be a little more authentic? Right. What would you say to somebody that's I like mean, that doesn't know how to actually influence? Because I think some days, like nowadays, people are just posting for money. Mm-hmm. But how do you find, like, how do I find my way to influence somebody? And right. it's not just monetizing ga- monetizing yeah. gains. I think the first step is helping them understand their own authenticity. Right. right. Who I they think, are. Yeah. I think a lot. I think if you were to ask a lot of the girls and guys who only post for money if you were to ask them well what do you stand for i think a lot of them maybe wouldn't really know what to say yeah so it's helping them understand what to say firstly because you have to be passionate about something to share about it to talk about it or else i mean obviously the things that you don't care about you don't talk about and so you have to help them find what their passion is in terms of a message right and and how they want other people to to see that in them and then getting them to understand like how how they could how they can convey that message through through social media or through whatever outlet they choose to they choose to con- to convey it and i think that's a key in your instagram because you see this beautiful girl like living life and you know Owning a business and running business and inspiring people and influencing people and staying true to who you are mm-hmm. and through the process. Yeah. You know, I admire that. So thank you for doing that. And thank, thank you, you for I bringing, you know, that. making smart cool and, you know, tutoring these kids that need your help. You know, what's next for a novel? Um, well, there's lots of things, you know, we're, we're expanding globally, which is, yes, I heard, which is so cool. I mean, this is, congrats, man. I mean, I love to travel. I love, I grew up traveling. I was like very lucky. My parents, you know, brought me to Cambodia when, from when I was a a first generation Cambodian. And so my parents brought me to Cambodia. I've been every year, every two years since I was like 12. That's awesome. So, um, you know, 
understanding where I came from and also understanding that as we're sitting here chatting and as you're going about with your everyday life that there are whole other worlds out there that are going on with their own problems and their own people that are just like you and me with the same struggles so being aware of all of that is super important Mm -hmm. to me and I always try and talk to my students about it so the fact that novel can become something global is just such so cool to me that's so exciting man I love it Um, also you know doing doing more brand deals and, and and partnering with brands that also have my vision yes of you know making making smart stylish again yeah Loki I think like you need to just go in and boss up on brands and be like dude you, we need to make smart stylish again. <laughs> right. let's do this I know I mean like yeah. I'm always like looking I'm always looking at like I'm obsessed with like office supplies and yeah. things like that because I'm just like the ultimate nerd and <laughs> and I'm always looking I'm just like why can't like this staple look cooler yeah I'm like why can't we have cooler pens and things it's like, so like why can't this be more why can't we have more fun with this like, yeah. this doesn't have to be so boring and like the same shit all the time yeah it's literally so monotonous yes I know so I could sit in the target office supply bro for like ever sometimes. yes and sometimes I'm looking at it though and I'm just like there needs to be like a cool section of school supplies Ooh, here I can already <laughs> see this happening target collab <laughs> that would be so dope that because, would be great I would love that I mean think about that like Kids would even be more inclined to use this stuff, to do this stuff, to be a part of these tools. Yeah. It would make them excited to use organizational tools, (laughs) which I'm like always trying to get them to do. So anything that helps is great. Um, And another thing I'm really interested in doing is is doing more speaking panels and just sharing this message on a larger level. You know, the more people we can reach the better. And I think that's the key. Uh, You know, I think as I'm thinking right now, I don't see a lot of people promoting education on Instagram. Right. I don't know. I can't. I know. I'm like, "Mm." I'm thinking right now, (laughs) Tiffany, like might be only you that I follow right now. Really? You know what I mean? Which is so powerful. You have this niche um, and like run with it, dude. I'm excited to see where it goes. You know, I, I want to go back to something really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about, I didn't know you were from Cambodia. That's so cool. You know, I always say growing up, I'm, I'm, I'm multiracial. So I'm all of this. I didn't really see a lot of people like me. Right. So like, how did you grow? How did you do this? How like every, everything's just different, you know? Yeah. I always say like, how do you grow you know how did you grow did you look up to anybody did you like see people like you you know from cambodia like doing these things like your mom and dad how did they have this influence on you on your life i mean honestly there was there was not yeah. a lot of people for me to look up to mm-hmm. and i don't even mean that in like a boohoo poor me no. type way or that my parents were not super badass yeah. people but in terms of going to another country yes from a much smaller third world country and then having an idea and understanding that you can make a career out of that idea that wasn't even like in the cards for my parents yeah honestly i didn't even really think it was in the cards for me wow until i moved to los angeles and was just exposed to more things so it's so important and like another great thing about social media because we didn't have social media growing up Mm -hmm. there wasn't anyone I could like look on Instagram or look up on YouTube and be like oh what are they talking about today or podcasts I mean I love podcasts I learn so much from podcasts (laughs) same and 
these you know this didn't exist when I was <clears throat> when I was growing up. So there wasn't a lot of people you could like listen to or look up to. Right. So it was really for me it was like kind of a bit of a solo mission. Yeah. You know, and while my parents I don't want to say that they held me back, but they for sure were scared of me taking any type of risk like this. Like most parents. Yeah, 100%. but I think through this, I think that they learned that things are possible that you didn't think were possible mm-hmm. and that there's a way, there's always a way to do some type of facet of what you want to do. 100%. Will we all become president of the United States? <laughs> Statistically, that's impossible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, however, we could all have a job in politics. 100%. So, you know, there's a way to do the thing or some type, some branch of it that you want to do. And it just takes research, it takes discipline. Yeah. And um, and it's really cool for me to be able to, you know, and I get like DMs sometimes from girls in Cambodia. Wow. That are like, oh my God, like it's so great that you're doing oh, this. I'm awesome, Cambodian man. too. And for them too, they're just like, I didn't even know I could do this or this would even be a cool thing for me to talk about. And if I've like made school or made being smart or educated cool for someone else, then like I'm doing my job. Yo, that means you're influencing. Yeah. Yes, you're doing your job yeah. on a whole nother freaking level, man. <laughs> like what? Yeah, it's cool. Wow. It's like it's that. And that when you see that, that's in your like. Okay, it is reaching people. Yeah, I'm doing and it. And it is making a difference in someone's life. And it's cool. And it's cool, you That's know? So dope. And it like doesn't have to be super serious. It's like they think it's they just think it's cool, which like that's the level that we need to be reaching the younger generation on. And you're doing it. You know, you say like you said something and you you said the along the lines where you're kind of like on this journey alone where you're figuring it out. And, you know, I'm thinking, as I just said, like, I don't know anybody else that's really doing this. And I think this is going to be this journey is so dope that you're on. And I'm so excited to see, like, what's next. Same. I mean, the global novel going global is like bar none. I mean, it's going to be incredible. You're going to be able to travel and teach and inspire and educate more humans. Like, thank you. Yes. And then there'll be uh, just a larger common denominator between all of us yes which is literally all of us yeah and smart is cool guys like (laughs) don't ever forget that no don't please yes and don't you know just it's it's cool to brag about being smart yeah it's cool to be well read like it's it's cool to know what's going on in the world yo real honestly the the other guy the other night i was talking to your manager about this earlier um about we were talking about guys with the girls and i was like I like nerds, though. Like, I like smart guys. Like, I like smart people. I could sit there and talk to them all day long. It's just so, it's inspiring to me. Yes. I mean, you know, you get a lot of kids, you know, a lot of students will say, and guys, too, will yep. say, you know, they'll be like, oh, my God, I'm never going to use this high school diploma, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. I'm just like, honey, there is nothing cute about being a 25-year-old <laughs> high school dropout. No. Nope. Let me tell you right now. Next. Let me tell you, try and date a girl, <laughs> take her on a date. And talk to her about how you dropped out of high school. Like, no one's going to think that's sexy. Ever. You know, like, the smarter you are, I promise you the sexier you're going to be. I promise you. It has to. Yes. It's not like this is not... I mean, and everyone knows this, so it's like, can we... 
Can we act it? Can we spread it out more? Yeah. Can we have like 10 <laughs> Tiffany's on Instagram right now? Because I'm feeling like we need that. Yeah. Like right now, I'm like, yo, you're literally, you, you. this is your ship, dude. Like you're running this ship. So like, thank you for doing this. It's so strong of you. Like there's a lot of strength in you to be to be guiding this light because it's such a bright light that you're guiding. And I thank you for that. Uh, I want to ask you one thing. I always ask uh, the guests before uh, we finish and looking at your younger self right now, Mm -hmm. let's say you're 18 years old. What would you tell that 18 year old Tiffany? What would you tell her? Oh, I would tell her that she's got so much more control than she thinks she does. Mm -hmm. That's, that's exactly what I would say to any the world is bigger than you think it is. Yes. And you have more control over your life than you think you do. You know, as a teenager, I, I get it. I mean, we were all teenagers one day. You feel stuck. You feel trapped. You feel like you only have accessibility to so many things. And it's just not true. Yeah. The world gets bigger. It only gets more exciting. And you have more control over your future than, than you think you do. That's so powerful because it's so true. Yes. I mean, taking responsibility for yourself, I think, is just the best advice that any young person can have. And taking control. Taking control. Because every day is your choice. Yes. Every single day. Mm -hmm. And Tiffany, I just want to say thank you for making the choice of making education cool. Because, dude, smart is cool. Like, you know, sometimes I look at my nieces and nephews and I'm like... Get off the iPad. Let's study. Let's do something. Let's do this, right? But we got to make it cool. We got to make it fun. And you're doing it. Yes. I know. It doesn't mean that you need to, like, crack open a book and, and you know, read about Bacon's Rebellion or something no. like that. It means that we can, like, do art together. It yeah. means that we can learn about other shit together. Yes. It means that there's just so many things to learn. And we have to teach these kids to love to learn because that's that's when they're going to expand their own horizons. Yes. Yeah. Guys, you guys got to check Tiffany out on Instagram. It's like, you're like, oh, she's a teacher. Oh, she's educating the masses. Oh, oh, really? Like, you, <laughs> you literally changed the whole dynamic. And, you know, and listening to and listening to your passion, it's just so cool. You, you break every stereotype and you're bringing this educational world global. So thank you for being you. Thank you for, you know, oh, thank you. believing in what you're believing and like keep pushing forward, dude, because you're going to be uh, designing Target office supplies soon. <laughs> and I will watch be out, guys. <laughs> I will be buying all of them. <laughs> so, Tiffany, girl, we got this. We got all this. We got this globally, actually, yes. with you because we're making Smart Cool again. Thanks to you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hey, sis. Thanks for listening to Girl, We Got This with Letitia Lee. Get new episodes every Tuesday on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and spread the word to your tribe.